You're listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Chris and Jana are parents of three, life and business partners who share their personal development techniques so you can grow yourself and grow your marriage. Chris and Jana here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode number 37. <laughs> Sorry. You were just like total like, um, I don't know, game show host there. Like Vanna in the next number. Anyway. Why, God, do, why, do you, why do you always want to annoy me I don't when know. we do this? All right, we're done. Guys, on today's episode, we have Joel Montgomery. Joel is with Family on Purpose. So basically, Joel is this guy who worked in the corporate world for 12 years, teaching organizational culture to like all different kinds of companies, and then realized that he wanted to bring that into the family life and create a course and everything to help families be more intentional and... Can we just call Joel a family systems guru, or is that too boring? I mean, people like you will like that. I guess. No, but he is. He is. This this interview, we say it every time, like this is one of our best, but we loved our conversation with Joel, and I think that you'll get so much value out of his message and his mission. Yes, he holds nothing back, guys. Amazing stuff. So if right now you are looking for, you know, just a little more clarity as to the direction you want your family to go, uh, this is the guy that's going to help you put those pieces together. And me and Jonna are thrilled to present this episode to you because he holds nothing back. So guys, without further ado, Joel Montgomery. Joel Montgomery, welcome to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Chris and Jonna. I am excited to be here with y'all. Joel, we're excited to talk to you. So we were just talking before recording about how we have like all these kids combined (laughs) and how challenging it is. And something that Chris and I talk about a lot is the fact that there really doesn't feel like there's resources for parents or for parenting as a job like there are all the other jobs. Mm-hmm. So that's something that really draws us to you in the conversation we're going to have today about your company, business, family on purpose. So I'm excited to just dive right in and ask you what that is, family and purpose. Why did you start it? And tell us all the stuff. Absolutely. Well, uh, family and purpose is a, is a work in progress. Um, it, it's been kind of a journey for us because uh, I come from the business world, um, have have kind of literally worked around the world, most recently was in the UK and Nepal, and was working in the area of organizational culture. And so for people who don't know what that is, that's really uh, the purpose of the organization. And it is um, the, the the principles and the practices that, that help you to turn normal people into a passionate tribe on a mission. And the, in, in the business world and the nonprofit world, the, the most successful organizations recognize that culture is king. You have to have a good culture to have uh, engaged employees to be able to really have an impact on the world. And so that's been the world that I've been in in the past 12 years. Um, really, the, the shift in our own life happened when uh, I, I lost my job. And it was, it was a, a pretty challenging time, um, but it was a great gift. And the reason is because I realized I had been pursuing my career and prioritizing my career over my family for years. And, um, and this was really a light bulb moment for me. 
because it made me reevaluate and to and to to figure out, you know what? I've been spending all of this time helping other organizations to craft their culture and haven't been taking these fundamental business principles and applying it to my own family. And so that was really the the genesis of family and purpose was my wife and I looking at our crazy life with three kids, right? And saying, we feel like we are drowning. And what is it that we can do to be able to go forward? And so that was kind of, hey, we need to combine all this business stuff that I've been doing on, you know, in, in that world and combine our worlds together. And so that was really the beginning of family and purposes. Let's take business principles and let's apply it to the family. So because we know that these principles work. I mean, these are organizations that are billion dollar organizations. They are motivating tens of thousands of people around the world. It's got to be able to work with five people in your family. Right. And uh, and that is really uh, the the starting point for fam- for family and purpose. Joe, I so resonate with with you saying you know you were prioritizing your career over your family. And actually, I'll tell you something really quick. Uh, so I own my own fitness studio, and I've an entrepreneur for years and gone all the time and doing the same thing. And uh, I remember one specific day; it was a Sunday, and we were going to head off to church. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I was just in a bad mood. I was biting everyone's head off. And they were about to head out the door, all all my girls and and John was like, "All right, come on." And I was like, "You know what? No, I don't. I gotta just chill, right?" And she's like, "Come on, come on." And I was like, "No, I'm not going to church." She's like, "All right." So she left without me. I remember sitting on the couch, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Like I, I was literally like, "God, like what? Like what am I gonna do? This is pure chaos." And yeah. I remember, man, just sitting there, and like the thought just popped in my head, like, "Run your family like you run your business," mm-hmm. you know? And I was like. Bingo. And John, I got home and I was like, all right, here we go. I've already created all the systems we need to do. We need to get these baby gates and do this and do that. So man, I'm totally with you. I love, I love the concept. Absolutely. Well, and you, and, and I also resonate with your story because, uh, in a, in a previous season of entrepreneurship, I was working my tail off. Right. And my wife came to me one day and said, you know what, you're putting the business ahead of the family. And I'd like to think of myself as being a family, a family man. You know, my first response was to be defensive. And then I reflected and I was like, oh, man, she's right. And uh, but, you know, that that was a that was a piece of the of the puzzle. But it, it was really that plus the losing my job that made everything fully sink in. So we feel like with each kid we've had, we've gotten better at realizing we have to run it more like a business. Like each each child has forced us into some systems. Right. So if anybody's listening right now and they have one child or no children yet, I hope they take this this whole thing seriously because I feel like Absolutely. if we could reverse time and we would know what we know now, yes. um, we could be in a better position. But he and I have talked a lot about, I've said before, like, hey, we need to make like a family mission statement or like, you know, we generally loosely and not loosely, we know what each other believes in, what we value and what we want for our family, but we don't really have it on paper in like an organized fashion. It's not like a credo card or anything. Right. So, so you mentioned that you have, um, you didn't mention here, but pre-recording that you have a family culture blueprint. And I want to know, is this, is this what you designed when you and your wife were like, we gotta we gotta change things around here. What, Absolutely, what is yeah. So first, let me give you some some context uh, in the business world. Yes, uh, so the first thing is that what you're mentioning about 
every kid kind of breaking the systems and you need new systems, this happens in business, right? Uh, in the startup phase, you have, you know, you, you don't really need a written down culture because you, you, you just kind of, you, you uh, absorb it from the founder. But as you get larger, you've, you've got to write things down. You, you, the systems that worked previously break down and you need new systems. So that is a total parallel to what happens in the business world. Um, in the business world, as in the, in the area of culture, uh, you have something called a culture code. And that is basically uh, the Bible, so to speak, of the culture of each organization. And so that is something that is well-documented in, in, um, in the business world. There's not really anything in, in the family world that is similar. I mean, you know, you can talk about a credo or a constitution, but I, I certainly have never come across something that, that I think organizes it to the degree that I've seen in the business world. And that was really how my wife and I sat down and said, well, you know, this is what, this is what we do at work. So let's try to do it at home. And so that was the genesis of the family culture blueprint. So a family culture blueprint is simply a summary of who your family is today and who you want to become tomorrow. And there's three key components to it. it. Principles and practices. Go ahead, Chris. You you broke up, but what, what did you say? Oh no, sorry. I was just like, yes, man. I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> you're speaking his language oh, dude, right now, totally, just talking business. He's getting yeah, excited yeah. over you're, here. You're totally speaking my language here, man. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, just just <laughs> implementing the systems that need to be implemented. I think my favorite thing you've said so far is each kid breaks your systems, and yeah. you're so right. And obviously, having you know run my own business too, I realized that too. Oh, you know, each phase breaks your systems. Each employee breaks your systems like um, and then you have to build things around more structure the bigger you get this is this is this is so what completely parallel right so what specific examples can you give us um surrounding these three things purpose principles and practices that you've implemented in your own family yeah so so let me first kind of give a little bit more context about what each means and then we can kind of talk about examples so so purpose is um you know i don't know if any of you are familiar with simon sinek you know he talks about start with why Mm -hmm. um so a purpose you can call it your why you can call it your mission your vision what have you honestly i think people get really hung up on this is our vision this is our mission and they they get confused about what is what purpose is simple it is it is the destination. It's the it's the future that you want to create. It describes the future that you want to create for your family. It is why you do what you do. That's it. The second piece are your principles. Okay, and your principles are what are most important to your family. Okay, and there's two two pieces of this. The first piece is um, the truth that you believe, and we can go deeper into that. But it's really really important as a family to define the truth that you believe. And then the second piece is, what do you want to be known for in this world? Um, So looking forward, looking 10, 20, 30 years into the future, what is it that you want people to see, to say about your family that really uh, makes your family stand out? So those are principles. And then the last piece are practices. And practices are simply regular family habits that lead you where you want to go. And so they are the you know, the, the baby steps, you know, you know, that, uh, that, that movie, um, what about Bob, you know? Oh yeah, man. Absolutely. Fantastic. Right. (laughs) Uh, so it's the baby steps. So those little 
uh, those little habits that you have on a daily basis that you know are leading you towards your purpose and allowing you to live out your principles on a daily basis. And so those are kind of the, the three components. Um, on terms of, you know, what, what we did for our families, we, you know, we sat down and we began to, to dream and say, okay, what, is, what are the dreams that we have for, for our family? And, you know, I have my dreams, my wife has, has her dreams, and we come together and say, okay, how are those dreams connected? And uh, we began to move from just some ideas to kind of more of a macro dream that, that encompasses really what we, wanna, what we want to accomplish in our lives. Um, I, I say that kind of on for, for purpose, you have like a direction. It, it can be, honestly, it can be, it can sometimes be challenging to be able to figure this out on your own. And that's one of the reasons why I created a course is because um, it, it really helps for you to have some guidance sometimes mm-hmm. because you can be so close and in the weeds that it can be really difficult for you to, to identify what it is. And, and this actually has happened to me, ironically, where you know, my job was for years helping other organizations figure out their purpose, principles, practices. And when I started up a consulting firm, I I couldn't, I was really having difficulty doing it myself. And I was like, how is this possible? Because I do this for all these other people. And honestly, it's it's about perspective, right? It's really about perspective. And it helps to be able to have somebody who's who's done it before to be able to help connect the dots in a few ways that that you know maybe you're not able to do yourself. But one of the things that I found that's really really helpful for for uh, for families is is the direction of travel. Okay, and and so there's there's different directions of travel. So the first direction is uh, individual purpose. So I honestly think there's a lot of families out there that you have a bunch of individuals that are going in separate directions, okay? And uh, and that doesn't mean you can't have hobbies and different interests, right, that take you in different directions. That's fine. But but it really is, are you working together as a team going together towards one single destination or are you all being pulled in different directions such that you're not going anywhere, you know? And I mean, you can think about being in a rowboat, right? And, you know, the, uh, an eight-person rowboat, you've got the coxswain that is the only person who can look forward. Everybody else is rowing and they've got to row in the same direction to be able to get somewhere. Well, if everybody's, you know, uh, trying to go in different directions, obviously you're not going to get anywhere, right? So, sure. so that's the individual path. The second path is where you're actually pursuing a family purpose. So this is where your family is coming together and say, you know, we don't want to work together to be able to accomplish something um, as a team, right? Uh, the other two are are saying, uh, and it's it's something where you you the family is the one who's benefiting. Okay, and what I mean by that is, you know, in in the early days when, when you have young kids, probably one of your uh, one of your dreams for your family is to raise successful and I think in your cases, you know, uh, uh, Christian children that are successful and able to to give value and, and meaning into the world. Um, that is Absolutely. a great purpose. Um, the other two are really external to your family, which is is there an organ is there a people or a cause, a group of people or a cause that your family really wants to pour into. And so you've got the individual direction, the family is the beneficiary beneficiary of your purpose. You've got the we want to serve a people 
a group of people or we want to serve a cause. Um, so anyway, I'm going, I'm going deep into purpose, but, but hopefully that's, that's giving you some nuggets of, of what it really means to be able to, to talk about family purpose. No, man, I think that's great stuff. Uh, so I really resonate with this. Um, something I run my, my coaching clients through in my, in my online training business is, is kind of the, uh, the, have you ever read Atomic Habits before? Yeah. Yeah. So the concept of every action we take is a vote for the person we're becoming, right? Um, and so to me, purpose is just screaming identity, right? Mm-hmm. So like Absolutely. what is our what is our family identity that that you know that we want? And then kind of everything works backwards from there, right? The process is then is then created and then ultimately the outcome is a byproduct, right? Absolutely. And and in the practices side. Uh, you go through a similar exercise that you'll that Atomic Habits talks about, where you're looking at what are your daily habits, and and then you're saying are these positive, negative, or neutral, and then you say, okay, is this can is this leading me towards my purpose or allowing me to live out one of, one or more of my principles? And it's a really really helpful exercise for being able to see, okay, each of those baby steps are they leading us in the direction that we want to go or not? So would you say this exercise helps with things? too, just with like, I feel like our culture today is busy, 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 go, 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 getting all things. And if you're not, then you're lazy or you're behind or you're not hustling or whatever. So do you feel like identifying these things kind of helps? Was that your stomach? That was your stomach, dude. That was not my stomach. Oh my gosh. Was it? Yeah, that was your stomach. Oh, sorry. Anyway. That was t- totally distracting. <laughs> <Hilarious>. <laughs> the baby's hungry. Um, but would you say that this is like a guideline that also helps you with knowing what as a family you say yes and no to absolutely just in your day-to-day life. Yeah. So as I've talked to uh, other families that have gone through, gone through the the course and created their own family culture blueprint, I think what the, the feedback that I've heard is that, you know, we, when we have kids, we're oftentimes we're just trying to survive, right? Mm-hmm. Get through the day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you get into these habits, you know, it, about 50% of our decisions are, uh, are habit related, our daily decisions. Um, and so uh, we, we get into these habits that we don't even really pay so much attention to. And by, by making that connection between, okay, what is it that we're doing? How are we investing our time, right? And then, uh, and then making that connection of, is it leading us in the direction that we want to go or not? It really gives this tremendous clarity on, you know, why, why are we doing this? You know, it, it, it's not taking us where we want to go. And it, it enables you to make changes where uh, in, the, in the craziness, you're just not thinking that way, right? Sure. Mm, gosh, man, absolutely. So I, ultimately... I guess the other word that kind of screams here to me is just intentionality, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's like we we have gone so far away from intention and I don't want to botch this quote, but um, what is it? Brendan Burchard talks about how when mediocrity, um, when mediocrity exists, nope, when, I'm randomness. Sorry, when randomness exists, mediocrity reigns. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, that's so true because if we look at the data in our lives and it's just like, if you're not intentional about where you want to go in your relationships, you know, your finances, your health, all of those things, like hope's not the best action plan, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, I think that the, the big ahas I've been working with other families is, is just that we don't have any time. 
right? You don't, you have barely have time. Let's be honest. We have ba- barely have time. And it's really around how are we investing the, the limited time that we have? And is that leading us where we want to go or not? And I think that's, that's the crux of it is you have no time, invest your time wisely, or otherwise you're going to wake up in 10 and 20 years. You're going to be like, how on earth did we get here? Sure. I think that's so good. So something Chris and I were recently talking about was how, so I used to really hate to budget. It really stressed me out. I was not good with money. Chris was always the money guy, whatever. And when he finally talked me into sitting down and doing a budget, it made me feel like we had more money because I knew where it was allocated. So I feel like with time, it's the same thing. Like when we're not budgeting it, when we're not being intentional and we're letting the day consume us, because let's be real with little kids, it is so easy to just keep literally just be trying to keep your head above water all day. Absolutely. But when we sit down, because recently we finally, like I said, been trying to implement more systems and routines, I feel like I have more time when I do do an audit and, and basically make a budget for the time we have. And so I think that you're spot on with just being intentional and knowing where as a family we want to spend our time. So how does somebody even... So I love that you said you have a course because that was one of my first questions because for me, I'm like, okay, I need a blueprint. Here's the things I need to talk about, but how do I not get in the weeds and be overwhelmed with what to write and where to put it? Because that stresses me out personally. So what what does that look like? How do people, I mean, we don't, well. How do people stay off overwhelmed? Yeah. 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 So uh, I think part of it is just having a framework. And so if, if nothing else, I think if, if people are able to come away from this and say, okay, I need to have a purpose, principles, and practices, and um, that I think alone can, can really help people. Um, the, the, the reality is that this, this, is, a, this is a challenging, it, it's difficult to do this. Um, and it's difficult for companies. I mean, I've worked with companies where they have continued to refine their culture for 10 years. Uh, I, you know, Service Master is a company that it took over 20 years for them to really like get into the crux of what their culture is. I yeah. certainly don't want to scare anybody, but the, <laughs> reality, the reality is that it, 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 can, it can be difficult because we're talking about really deep stuff, right? It's really, really sure. deep inside us. It's, it's uh, driven by our, our personal values. And so many times we are, uh, we're not aware of how our values are driving our, our behavior, and so this, you know, I think the process is really beginning to, to, you've just, you have to step, take a step back and to be able to do that. But ultimately if people struggle with, okay, uh, where are we heading, heading as a family? Um, you know, what is most important to us? You know, what, what are a few principles and really think about, okay, what are some habits that we have that are going to lead us to, to, um, to be able to get where we want to go? That is really kind of in essence that that is your family blueprint. Um, and so it's certainly something where if people think about those buckets and they begin to wrestle with those questions in each of those buckets, they're going to get there. And, and the other thing is, um, it's a discovery process. Um, and you, I think the, the reason why uh, the, the directions of travel can be really helpful is because you may not know, okay, this is our purpose statement, but you may know the direction. And that, mm-hmm. and that is that is enough you, you because you need to just begin to step forward not not get caught up in the fact that 
okay, we don't have the perfect purpose statement, but just to take action and move forward. And as you move forward, you're gonna you're gonna get more pieces of the puzzle and you're gonna be able to kind of zoom in on what it is that you're trying to do, if that makes sense. Sure. Is it fair to say, Joel, that it maybe is even a little more difficult, even though it's less people to deal with, most likely, it's maybe even more a little diff- more difficult to create a family culture because of the changing ages as you do it. Hmm. That's an interesting. It's an interesting question, and I, and honestly, you know, I can only speak from my from my own experience in working yeah. with, with young kids, and that's really where I think I've been targeting is because. It's not that if you have older kids, you can't do this. I think you, you, it's important for people to do this wherever they are. It's just, it, frankly, it's going to be a little bit more challenging if you haven't been investing in it and you've got teenagers, right? Whereas if you've got young kids, you you have more time to be able to work that into your daily routine. So it, it becomes innate, right? Um, the the opportunity that that families with older children have is to actually eat, to involve their children in the purpose in 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 the process. And that yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, and so that's something that we actually do when we're working in organizational culture. Is that you know if you come out and say this is your culture, obviously it's going to fail, right? You've got to involve right. people, you've got to listen to people, you and you and that's how you are able to create a culture in an organization. And so in a similar way. Um, families with older children need to involve their children in that process. Um, and, and actually, I think by doing that, it's going to help them to, to gain buy-in in, and uh, mm-hmm. get excited about that. Um, you know, with our kids, they're, they're just so young that they're actually learning pieces of our culture, but they don't, they, you know, they don't know what's called our, our culture. Although every morning uh, in our daily devotional, we started off with, our family purpose is, and, um, and we, we say it in Portuguese. I'll tell you in Portuguese, you won't have any, a clue of what it is, but oh, yeah. wow. Um, wow. Uh, so our, uh, our, our family purpose is nós trabalhamos em família para amar a Deus e servir o próximo, which means uh, we work as a family to love God and serve others. Um, and so it's something that we, we do every day and, um, and the kids know it by heart. Um, and obviously people on the podcast couldn't see, but we, we use American Sign Language to, uh, to make it fun and something that they, and memorable for the kids. That's so special. And that's something that we also talk about all the time, wishing we had some kind of mantra. I mean, we have affirmations we say with our, our girls and mm-hmm. we teach them about, you know, you're brave, you are strong, you are loving, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I love having, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I have a question too that I was thinking about. I don't forget. And I forgot yeah. it. Hold on. No. Wait for it, baby brain. Oh, so I'm thinking about our listener right now who is hearing this and they're like, that, you know, maybe it's the mom or the wife and is like, okay, this sounds really good. I think this is something our family would benefit from. But my spouse, you know, we don't really have conversations like this. They may not be on board. They might think this is corny. Yeah. You know, what What does somebody do in that? Because like, we're, we're lucky that we have always been pretty yoked in our beliefs and our, yeah. in our goals yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, what, but what about the couples who aren't but are really hearing the value in this? exercise? That's a great question. 
So uh, a couple of thoughts. So the first thought is, is literally yesterday I spoke to one of the couples that, uh, that had gone through the, the course and just wanted to get their feedback. And um, the, the wife was really excited about going through the process and the husband, not as much. He, she loves reflection and like really digging into feelings and he doesn't so much. And so uh, he was, he wasn't really excited about it. Um, you know, and it, and it also like at the end of each module, like I, I, I've asked, okay, how would you rate this zero to 10? And, um, he was not very happy at the beginning, <laughs> um, but he came along and, and they went from, you know, kind of giving he, him giving kind of so, so score to like giving a 10 out of 10 at the end because oh, he began geez. to see the fruit. Um, and so I think it's a really it's a really good question. I think it ultimately comes down to, um, you know, you you have you have to be on the same page um, for you to for for you to be able to move forward. And you know what this process can do is really um, uh, surface some kind of existing issues that are there. And, you know, if couples are at a place where, you know, they, they, they've learned how to deal with conflict, you know, I, I think they'll be able to get through that. But the reality is that you're, you're probably going to have to work through some things. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for those couples that aren't very good at, at, at going through conflict, you know, it, it could be really helpful to uh, have a marriage and family therapist um, alongside. And, you know, when kind of those, those flashpoints come in, go in with the marriage and family therapist and say, okay, we're really wrestling in this particular area and work, work with that marriage and family therapist through that piece and then go back into the process, right. And be able to, you know, make the progress you can. And then you hit, and then if you hit one or another, one of those flashpoints, then, you know, go back and then begin to kind of work through that and have that mediator help you through that. But, um, you know, it is, it, it's it's normal that sometimes when there are those issues that that leads to conflict, sometimes we just kind of walk around it, mm -hmm. and um, that may have more peace today. But ultimately, um, if you really want to be able to look back on your life and say, um, "Look at what we accomplished together," I think you have to be able to get on the same page. And so, um, you know, I would I would encourage you know, that, that wife, um, that you mentioned that mom who really, really wants to do something like this and their husband is not on board, um, just to really talk about, okay, what, what is the alternative? Um, right. you know, and if the, if the alternative is, because ultimately it's really about our kids. I mean, that, that, that's why I think this is really around our kids and our grandkids, because, you know, who doesn't want to raise successful kids in this world? And, you know, and my wife and I've been talking a lot about kind of the areas that we struggle with and talked about how, how, what a gift it is for us to be able to help our kids establish habits in areas that we really struggle in. Yes. Right? Oh my gosh. You're preaching to us in, are, in our exact oh. life conversations right now. I, and that is, that is one of the greatest gifts you can give people. Right. I mean, a, a simple this is a simple example, but, um, you know, uh, we homes we've just recently started to homeschool um, our kids and uh, and we we are part of classical conversations. Um, and, you know, as a part of that, you have to give a 
a presentation every week. And, you know, our daughter has gone from you couldn't hear her at all to being able to, to project her voice, to be able to know three points in a presentation. She's five years old. And 70, awesome. 75% of, of people on this earth are scared to death of public speaking. And our five-year-old is practicing it on a weekly basis. It takes her 10 minutes. Yeah, it's amazing. See, I'll give an example of something we've been excited about. A lot of people, especially females, struggle with body image and eating issues and, mm-hmm. and uh, looking at things like exercise as a punishment and stuff. So something, I mean, we're not perfect at it yet, but something we're trying to start implementing is just like on we wake up and like we get movement in and this is what we do. And we have had the conversation of if we can instill this in our girls' lives as just this is normal, we exercise, like this is just what we do, how much further ahead will they be than like maybe I was with constantly having to struggle to get back on the wagon like so many of us do. So I love that concept and it is such a, um, like you said, a gift and a privilege to realize that these children we're raising are going to grow up. They're not always going to be toddlers that are tantruming nope. like they are now. And <laughs> how cool is it to know that we are we are raising the next generation who then, right. you know what I mean, will be able to take the good that we taught them and the lessons they learn and so on and so on. So oh, I'm fired up about that because it's literally stuff we've been talking about lately. So cool. It is. Yeah. So Joel, I'm curious to know more about your course. Yeah. Um, and Usually we're just like, hey, what? where can people find out more about you and stuff? But I'm curious because I just feel like you're so qualified for this. Yeah. Be- because you've you've been in the business world and you've done this in the business world. And now, you know, even your explanations and all this, I mean, I know you're the real deal, man. So, so just kind of, you know, share with us, like, what does this course look like? How long is it? Um, sure. You know, yeah. What so- can people expect? Yeah, so the course has about 65 minutes of, of uh, video that's broken down into 13 bite-sized pieces. And so, um, you know, what we do is um, we start with uh, the one-hour family dream challenge. And so really the, the idea there is that we want to figure out, okay, what are we dreaming about? Where are we today and what are the barriers that are keeping us from from getting there, right? Um, And so that's kind of the starting point. And then we go into culture. What is culture? Um, Why is it important? And uh, why, you know, how do we begin to implement culture in family? Um, we, we go into purpose. So what is purpose? Why is it important? And then we begin to help uh, families to be able to figure out what their purpose is, right? And so there's a number of different um, uh, exercises to be able to look at your past, uh, look at your your future, and be, to begin to uncover pieces of your purpose, right? Um, you know, one, one of the important things is that uh, you you both of you need to be on board, right? So uh, Chris, if, if, you know, if your family purpose is just really your dream and John is not on board, it's probably not going to go over so well. Right. And so right. some of this is really around, um, you know, you thinking about it yourself, Jonna thinking about it herself, and then y'all coming together and say, how aligned are we? Are, are we actually really aligned or are, are we totally in, you know, uh, in, in different, on different planets? And so that's part of that process of being able to say, um, 
uh, where, what is it that we want? Also looking at your story, I think one of the really interesting things about purpose is that the best purposes are rooted in your story. And so looking at Chris, your story, looking at Jonna, your story and saying, what, what are some of the most um, impactful parts of your stories? And are they actually, are there, are there connection points between those stories? That's the key is being able to say, are there connection points between who Jonna is and who you, who you are, Chris? Because, you know, um, from, from my own personal faith, um, you know, I, I believe that, that each person is uniquely designed. We, every person has their own personality, abilities, likes, and values. In the same way, families are uniquely designed. There's not, it's not an accident why both of you are in your family and why each of your children has their own unique personality. They have something that unique that they're bringing to the family. And, and so being able to tap into that, I think is really, really powerful on the purpose side. On the principle side, um, honestly, uh, a part of this is just being able to look at what you're doing today. Because the reality is you already have principles. You, you, you may not call them principles, right? But you already have things that really uh, fit into that. And so it's just unearthing what that is and also looking at your families, right? And looking at your family history and saying, what are those, those most important lessons that you got from your family that you really want to pass on? One, one of the questions that I ask that I think is one of the most powerful questions is, if you could only give five live lessons to your children, what would they be? That is oh, wow. a really, really powerful question that helps you to zero in on what is most important to your family. Mm. Five. What are the five most important life lessons that you could give to your fam to, to your um, to your children? So you know, uh, we go into principles. We go into practices. Uh, we we do an assessment of you know, what your, what your habits are today, where you're investing your time, um, uh, figuring out are these positive habits, negative habits, and then making those linkages between, does this connect back to our purpose? Does this enable us to live out one of our principles? Um, and then it's bringing everything together and talking about, oh, okay, how do we then put this into practice? A culture has to be visible. It has to be something that you're talking about on a daily basis. I think one of the things that, that, is really powerful as you begin to do this is that you begin to use your culture in teaching moments, both for yourself and for your kids, right? And I'll give you an example. Um, we, one day, I, it, this will probably sound familiar to you, but I, I walked into our living room and I saw my girls fighting over a baby doll. My my oldest had the head, my youngest had, uh, had the legs. You know, I thought the thing was going to split. And so one of our principles is that we love our neighbors ourselves. And so I asked them and I said, you know, are y'all loving your neighbors yourself? And both of them kind of looked down and said, no. And, um, a few days later I came in and my oldest Sophia Grace had, um, at Julia's doll and Julia Joy had Sophia Grace's doll. And they looked up with these big smiles on their faces and said, we're, we're going to let uh, our sister sleep with our baby doll tonight. And it was a, as a really small thing, but sure. it was super important because it was talking about their heart and it was talking about the fact that they were getting 
this principle that we have in our family. And it's something that we use and reinforce all the time. And that is really culture. That's, that's culture that's alive, is a culture that is something that you are using to guide one another towards a direction, right? And, and, and you're not immune, right? I mean, if Chris, you're doing something where if y'all have agreed, this is our culture, and, and Jonna sees that you're doing something that's not in agreement with that, then, you know, she needs to be able to keep you accountable in a, in a loving way and, and, and vice versa. And so it's something that really keeps everybody going in the same direction. Um, and, and so, you know, the, 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 the course is really meant to be able to take all of this experience kind of in the business world, the experience that we've had kind of in our own family, the experience that we had with other families and be able to walk people through that process. That's awesome stuff, man. Wow. I love it. I think that's, uh, I think that's such rich content. Even, even what you've shared with us today is going to get people moving in the right direction. Um, so this is one of my favorite questions and, and this will be the last one unless you have one, Jonna, but what, is there anything that we didn't ask you that you wish we would have that, that, you feel like our listeners, uh, you know, would really value from anything you can think of. Uh, I want to talk to the dads because I, I I think, um, I think the moms are usually more in tune and more proactive about helping to create culture. I mean, the reality is that culture is growing in every single one of the families uh, of the people of the listeners right now. The question is, is it the, is the culture leading them in the direction that they want to go? Moms, I think, inherently um, tend to do a better job of being able to foster that culture. Um, dads, uh, I think it's sad, um, but I think oftentimes we outsource that to our wives. And uh, I was outsourcing that to my wife um, in spite of the fact that I was, I was the one doing it at work. I was not the one doing it at home. And um, I was really convicted by that. And so the first thing I want to say to dads is that we need to step up because uh, being a mom is really, really hard. It's really hard. And um, they don't get enough credit. And uh, we need, we, we cannot be on the sidelines. Um, uh, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that we need to take a leadership role. So it, we need to move from not just being on the sidelines to being a leader. And I'll give you an example from my own life. Um, when we were working in the U- or living in the UK, um, you know, we we went to church, we prayed with our kids at night, and that was kind of the uh, we prayed before meals and stuff. But I mean, that was kind of the extent of our spiritual formation of our kids, and. Um, my wife began to do a little devotional with the, with the girls. And she did that when I was at work. Um, and, and I just, uh, I was really convicted by the fact that I wasn't, I was involved in that. And so, um, I felt I needed to be present and I needed to be, be, be a part of that. And so now, uh, if we said, okay, you know, uh, our faith is something that's really important to us. We need to double down on that. Uh, we can't outsource our, the spiritual formation of our children to the church um, because if it's, it's not going to work otherwise. And so now we have a daily devotional every single day in the morning where we all come together. 
where we talk about what our family purpose is. Um, and it's, we've seen tremendous fruit from that, but it was really, really hard, um, really hard, honestly, to be able to start that habit. But now it's, it's so ingrained that if we miss it or something, the kids will say, Hey, why haven't we done our, our, our family devotional? Um, so I just want to encourage the dads to get off the sidelines. If you're on the sidelines, um, get engaged because, um, if you don't, you're going to look back and, uh, you, your kids are, are, are going to be really struggling in this world. And, um, when I looked at the, at the corporate world and I saw where people were going, um, I saw the way that people define success was, um, was in their career. And, uh, you know, I have now redefined success such that, um, I'm no longer looking to be successful professionally first. I'm actually want to make sure that my family's successful. And so for me, I realized that I could, you know, be successful, um, you know, qu quote successful, uh, in the world's eyes. And if my, if my kids don't want to spend time with me, if I have a bad relationship with my wife, that's not success. And so I think people need to ask, okay, how do we define success? And if family is a part of that, you need to get into the game. Wow, dude. <laughs> Nobody can see us. So I have to oh, clap because man. I've been yeah. wildly shaking. Yeah. We're just wildly <laughs> nodding and like fist pumping over here. Such, such rich stuff, man. What, an incredible concept. I think it's just amazing that you have, you know, taken these things from the corporate world and now you're implementing it and helping families. And so I think we all want to know where can we find out more about this course? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first thing I want to say is that I, I want to, I want to give y'all the course for free because, um, oh, wow. I, I'm really touched by your, your story. I'm, I'm, I'm really, um, I really respect what y'all are doing and I want to, I want to be able to help y'all on that journey. And so, um, wow. I'll, send you, I'll, send you more, I'll send you more information about that, but I, I also want to be really engaged in the process. So I want you to have access to it, but I also, I want you to ask questions. I want y'all to be, to, to, to be successful at this because, um, because that's important to me. And I, I think we're on a similar journey. And so, mm -hmm. uh, I would just, I would love to be able to do that for y'all, um, for, for your listener. Wow. And I, I would love, you know, if you have a good experience, then you, you know, you can talk about that later, but yeah, for, oh, man. for your, for your listeners, what I would love to do is to be able to, um, give y'all a, um, uh, a digital download, a free digital download that's called the 10 tips for doing family and purpose that really goes into 10 of the key uh, themes that you need to be thinking about as you're going along on this journey. And so I think that's something that will help people no matter where they are in the process. Um, you know, if they want to go deeper, obviously, you know, I'm happy for them to be able to, to, to go into the course. Um, but this is something that I think will hopefully help people along the way to really think about, um, you know, how do I begin to do family culture, um, in my home. And so the way that, that people can get access to that is it, it's a bit.ly link. So it's bit.ly forward slash G Y G Y M. So that's for grow yourself, grow your, grow your marriage, G Y G Y M family culture. So it's bit.ly 
slash G-Y-G-Y-M family culture. And there people can, uh, can put in their name, their email address, and uh, we'll send you that digital download and also give you more information about the course. So cool. I can't thank you enough. That's so kind of you. And I'm so stoked because the whole time you're talking about this, I'm thinking like, okay, we're going to do this course. Oh, yeah. We got to do this oh, course. Dude, Amazing. Yeah. What a gift. Thank you so much. Thank you so I, much. My um, pleasure. I'm excited. I'm excited because honestly, every time I hear about a family that is, that is put in the time, it takes about four to six hours to, to do all the exercises, to watch the videos. But if you really put in the time, um, and, and then implement it, right. Um, it, it will truly begin to, to change your family. I mean, I just spoke to somebody who finished it three weeks ago and has been talking to her girls every day about it. Um, talked about coming in the same page with her husband. Um, and just, uh, she's been talking about how just three weeks in they're beginning to see, the fruit of that. And that is just so rewarding and encouraging. And so I, I want that for y'all and I want that for your listeners. Um, if we can all be a little bit more intentional and know where we want to go, we know what is, what is our family truth. Um, and we are making daily steps to be able to get there. We are going to raise a generation of amazing kids together. Oh, Dude, I love it. Us chills, I know man. I've got chills. I love it. Wow. All right. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, dude. With that being said, gosh, thank you so much for being on the show today, Joel. Thank yeah, you absolutely. So thank you all as well for 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 what you're doing. Um, I would love for people to to come and follow me on Instagram. Uh, my my Instagram uh, is Joel R Montgomery, and I post about culture every day. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for us to to go on this journey together. Excellent, man. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show, man. And we will absolutely look forward to uh, connecting with you on your Family on Purpose course. Sweet. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for listening to the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. And I feel like I shouldn't even have to say this, but go share this episode with another family who needs it because I feel like Joel brings so much value and we need to start doing family on purpose. I mean, we talk about intentionality all the time. So go share this, subscribe to the show and thanks for listening.